Hello, this is Graham Cook. Welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. Today on the podcast, we're exploring how we get to think with Jesus so that we can receive the upgrades that he wants us to have in our circumstances. Every situation gives us the opportunity to think brilliantly about God, then about ourselves, and also about the situation that we're in together with God. The mind of Christ is the most profound, most dynamic, most incredible, amazing way of thinking ever. He sees things that we couldn't imagine by ourselves. And in his mind, we're able to see what heaven is doing. There is only one way to think, and only one thought to have in any situation. And that's the one that Jesus is having. So to further explore the upgrades available to you today, I have a clip to help you discover what Jesus is thinking about you and about your situation. Every action is rooted in the thought that produced it. There is a reason why the Father wants us to take every thought captive to obedience. Because if a thought is not captive, um, if it's not captive to obedience, then we become captured by it in a wholly unappealing way. Your thoughts are either going to make you or they're going to break you. They're going to advance you or they're going to retard your growth in the spirit. Every action is rooted in the thought that produced it. Wrong thinking, therefore, makes a way for negative behavior. James 1, 5 to 8. Let me read that to you. Okay, hold on to your horses. I'm going to read the Bible. <laughs> James 1, verse 2. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials. So that's a good thing, right? That means you should go, trial, yahoo, happy birthday to me. Woohoo, you should be calling your friend. I've got a trial today. And your friend's going to go, dude, I'm jealous. <laughs> Knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And that endurance have its perfect results so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. The whole point of a trial is to give you something. Not to take anything away from you. It is to advance you. It is to add something to you. That's why you should be joyful. Because God allows in his wisdom what he could easily prevent by his power. So he adds a trial to you because it's his way of bringing you into a fresh place and a fresh anointing. So when we're partnering with God, we always have to partner through laughter. We partner with God in joy. That means we partner through laughter. We partner through smiling, through grinning, because there are no eors in heaven. They've all been changed in the twinkling of an eye on the way up. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all 
generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith without any doubting, for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For that man ought not to expect that he'll receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. There's only one way to think. There's only one thought to have in any situation. And that's the one that Jesus is having about it. Yeah? So when we are um, learning how to walk with God, we are submitting ourselves to the way that He thinks. We're submitting ourselves to the way that He perceives that situation to be from His own heart and His own affection and His own intentionality. And we're submitting to the way that God wants things done so that we can actually receive an upgrade. What if every single situation had an upgrade attached to it? I believe it does. In the generosity of God, every situation, good, bad or ugly, has something tangible in it for us to receive and enjoy. Count it all joy. When various trials and situations occur, because the whole point is that you will be lacking in nothing in that situation. So your thinking has to release you to a point where you receive something, no matter what the circumstances are. It's impossible for us to receive when our thinking is not renewed in that situation. So think of it this way, every circumstance you have is an opportunity for you to think brilliantly about God, about yourself, about the situation that you're in. The mind of Christ is the most profound, most dynamic, most incredible, amazing way of thinking ever. And he sees things that you couldn't imagine by yourself. So the mind of Christ opens you up to see what heaven is doing. Right thinking will always generate faith. Here's the point. Your starting place always guarantees the outcome. Your starting place always guarantees the outcome. If you start from a bad place... The outcome is not going to be what you want it to be. But if you start from the place that God has actually assigned to that issue, to that situation, to that circumstance, He's assigned a starting place for you. The place where you can come and stand and connect. Yeah? And when you find that starting place, and you stand in it, and you embrace it, and you confess it to the Father, then your outcome is guaranteed from that place. So in every situation, it is, one thing is of paramount importance. And that is that you discover the starting place in that situation where God can connect with you and prepare you for the upgrade that's actually there. That you can see it. Sometimes we get so hung up with the situation, we can't see anything. We let it get so up front with us, so up close, we can't see anything. Every situation carries an upgrade with it. 
Your starting place guarantees the outcome. And the Holy Spirit, the role of the Holy Spirit is to teach us the starting place in each situation we find. And that's part of the reason why we, we grow up into all things in Christ. Because we're learning where is our point of connection in this situation with Him. And when you get a different situation, you're looking for that point of connection because you know that one exists. It's there because of who He is. And because of how He sees you. And because He has this joyful job of making each one of us Christ-like. So Jesus was never stumped by anything. He knew the point of connection with his Father. He would often say, I only do what the Father's doing. I only say what he's saying. So in every situation you face, your point of connection is the Father is saying something here and he wants to do something here and I need to find that starting place and the Holy Spirit is going to show me Because my starting place guarantees the outcome in the circumstance that I'm facing. Therefore, every situation we're in has a real critical point of excitement. It's a Yahoo moment. (laughs) If you go through a day without having a situation, you're going to get withdrawal symptoms. (laughs) Scripture says, of him are you in Christ Jesus. That's your starting place. Father, I'm in Christ. So everything that should come into this situation comes to the Jesus in me. Yeah? Heaven is attracted to Jesus. Why do you think God put you in Christ in the first place? Why do you think he put you in Christ and put Christ in you? Because all of the kingdom, all of heaven is attracted to the Jesus in you. That should make life extremely interesting. Yeah? I wonder, Lord, what is being attracted to Christ in me right now? We need to break the cycle of fear and anxiety and worry and doubt and unbelief because a double-minded man is unstable. I'm not sure what a double-minded woman is. Maybe it's only the men who are double-minded. This may be the only time that men admit that, you know, men and women, it's, it's, it's genderless. <laughs> okay, it's going to take a while. <laughs> Everything comes to the Jesus in you. Everything comes to your new nature. It doesn't matter what your struggles are. The Father is pretty clear in himself about how he sees you. He says that you are a new creation. Yeah? A a new creature. All the old things have passed away. Everything has become new and all things are of God. What does that mean? It means there were two creations in humanity. One was pre-cross and one was post-cross. Pre-cross in the Old Testament... People could have the Holy Spirit come upon them and they lived in a visitation culture. 
God came. There were seasons and times God came. He visited. He came upon people. He gave them special graces and powers and anointings to do certain tasks. That was one creation. Visitation culture, God could come upon them. But a post-resurrection culture changed all of that and a whole new people group emerged who don't have God living on them, they have God living in them. So now the New Testament is not a visitation culture at all, it's a habitation culture. Because the presence of God is with you. Jesus said the kingdom shall be in you. You carry the kingdom with you everywhere and God is not coming upon you anymore. He's rising up from within because he's already taken up residence. So you are a new creation. You are a people group never seen in the earth before. That's what new creation means. So we live in a habitation culture and what we are doing is we are maintaining the habitat. Yeah? It's called abiding. We're learning how to stay, how to dwell, how to remain in who Jesus is for us. And we're learning that in every situation I face, God is already in this situation with me because I carry him in the inner man of my spirit. And we're learning, therefore, that God is not touching us from outside. He's actually rising up from within because he's already taken up residence in us. I thought that was good news. (laughs) The good news is your old nature is dead Yahoo. And we are learning how to be alive to God. God gives us permission. Consider yourself dead to sin, but alive to me. The enemy would like you to consider yourself alive to sin and potentially having difficulties with God. Yeah, he's such a liar. The Lord says, no, I want you to consider yourself dead to all those things that would disqualify you and alive to me because I'm the great qualifier. So we are learning to be focused on our real identity in Jesus. That means, therefore, we seek his perspective and his abilities in every situation. I want to know what Jesus is thinking. I want to know what he's praying because I want to pray the same thing. I want to think the same way. I want to see this issue the way he sees it. And I'm waiting until I get that revelation. I'm not doing anything. I want to know what my starting point is because I want my, out- my, I want my outcome guaranteed from that place. I hope this clip inspires you to find the upgrades in your thinking and perspective so that you can focus on your true identity in Jesus. If you're interested in learning more about this way of thinking, go to brilliantbookhouse.com and search for The Art of Thinking Brilliantly. Thank you for listening.